Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC in our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. I just up my stock. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? This is Hustle Class Podcast. I am back at it again with another one. You already know what time it is. It is Jermaine, and I am here, and I am blessed to be here. First things first, let's talk about our lyrics. Let's talk about our bars from the Hustle Playlist. If you want the Hustle Playlist, just reach out. I'll send you the link. We up to like 400 songs, man. It's meant to just be put on shuffle and just let the vibes flow through you. Become more ambitious. Come on, it's all about the grind. It's all about the hustle. Let's get it. The bar today is from one of my favorite songs of all time, Ooh, by Young and May. And this is one of the most iconic lines in any song in hip-hop history. All right? Yeah, they hate, but they broke, though. And when it's time to pop, they a no-show. One interesting thing about people who do a lot of hating and have a lot of critique to give to a lot of people is usually they're the ones who aren't really doing much. I think last week I talked about this. I talked about this last week. Winners win. A winner looks at somebody else who's winning and they like, mm, let me go harder. Let me grind harder. You know what I'm saying? It's not really, there's not really much malice there. There's competition. There's ambition. Is there jealousy? Is there envy? It's not a lot of that because that person knows they could take it up a notch and overcome and be stuck. So that's that. Right. So when you think about, you know, they hate, but they broke, though, it just gives you perspective that, dang, if they hating, I mean, let's be honest about the state that they're facing. Right. So, you know, yeah, they hate, but they broke, though. And when it's time to pop, they're no show. Right. They hate in the shadows and they don't do anything about it when it's time to really show out. So I really like that bar. I felt like it would be nice for y'all to have. You know what I'm saying? So don't forget, they hate, but they broke, though. And when it's time to pop, they are no-show. So don't focus on them, man. Focus on you. You got a whole lot in front of you. You got a whole lot to give the world. It's time to really tap into your potential, right? It's time to really tap into your drive and that energy, you know, that abundant energy that flows within us and outside of us and create the future you want for yourself through your actions today. So, let's get it. Let's get into this money talk. All right, let's get into this money talk. So, big things that is happening right now. Um, you know, Ethereum has been going ridiculously crazy, right? Ethereum has been going bonkers, man. I can't, I can't touch on it enough. I mean, I've spoken so highly of Ethereum on this platform, and mainly just because of its usability and me seeing the applications across the board, right? We're talking NFTs. We're talking about DeFi platforms. We're talking about DeFi websites, you know, DeFi meaning decentralized finance, right? So we're talking all that when it comes to Ethereum, you know, and blockchain technology. 
So Ethereum has been going crazy. I mean, in in the last um, in the last week, it hasn't really seen a, much of a change in price, right? But it it peaked um, above 4K. It was at 4,383 for the all-time high. Um, so, you know, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Ethereum is really, is really pushing. Um, you know, the low that it had, let me see what low it had this year. I think the lowest it was at this year was somewhere around the 900 mark. Am I right or am I wrong? Somewhere around the 900 mark. Yeah, that's the lowest it was at this year. And now, look, it times... It times five on the market. So any money you put in there would be times five by now. But the beauty about Ethereum is, and a lot of these cryptos, right, they're buying holds, man. They're buying holds. You're supposed to buy it, hold it, and just set it and forget it. Um, especially if you're buying some of these, um, you know, some of the more popular coins. Like, there's altcoins. Altcoins is any coin that isn't Bitcoin, right? But there's a certain love that people have for things like Ethereum and Litecoin, and even Doge, because they've been around for a long time, and they they stood the test of time. But Ethereum is going crazy. Um, Doge, you know, went kind of crazy this Saturday. It was Saturday Night Live. Elon Musk was on. He called Dogecoin a hustle. It tanked. After that, he came out and said, oh, like, um, they, Dogecoin is going to fund one of his uh, space missions, I believe. And then it went back up. And then, you know what I'm saying, it, it came back down. So some people said it was like a pump and dump, which is interesting to think about. Um, but right now, Doge is definitely sitting at um, it's 21 EMA on the daily, man. So, I mean, this is not a bad time to, you know, purchase for those of you who are interested. Um, I bought Doge and sold it a long time ago. I mean, I bought it sub one cent and sold it, you know, a long time ago. So I don't I don't want for nothing when it comes to Doge. Um, so, you know, but that's still out there. It's doing its thing. Um, a lot of people have these other coins that they're into. There's a, is it Shiba or Shiba? Um, they call it the Doge Killer. That's a popular coin that a lot of people are getting into. A lot of people are getting into Yummy Coin. Um, you know, Yummy Coin is a coin that started um, with the idea of eradicating world hunger or making a strides towards world hunger. Um, so that's the platform for that coin. So we're starting to see that even though some cryptocurrency coins are about scarcity or value in the case of Bitcoin or functionality and it's in terms of Ethereum and things like Binance Coin and Ethereum copycats, we're also seeing that some coins are strictly about community. How big can the community surrounding this coin be and how much can they drive it in the direction they want to drive it to? We saw an initial sort of rally like this with retail investors hovering around GameStop and AMC. And what we saw from that taught us a lot about the power that retail investors actually have. And I feel like that same type of power is what attributes to a lot of what happens with Dogecoin and a lot of what's happening with things like uh, Shiba or Shiba and Yummy Coin um, and all these other like altcoins that are like, you know, nine decimal places below, you know, um, the decimal point. Right. So it's like, dang, if you really if this goes to one cent, I mean, you're basically retired times two times three times four at that point. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see the rallies that are going on. Um, you know, I'm here for all of it. You know, get your money by all means, but just always make sure you're doing your due diligence um, when you're when you're investing into what they call poop coins. Right. They use the S word, but let's say poop coins. Um, you know, they 
you ha- it's kind of like it can go absolutely left, absolutely right, or be stagnant. Um, so that's something you always have to be mindful of. Every time I see these plays pop up and people talk about them, they say, um, do it at your own risk. Um, put in money that you don't mind losing. You know, it's kind of like casino games, right? So with that being said, it's something to consider. Um, you know, Elon Musk just uh, tweeted, I think, um, today, or not even tweeted, he announced that Tesla will no longer be accepting um, payments for Tesla cars or, I guess, Tesla products and Bitcoin. Um, I don't know if that's a Doge announcement. He said it was about environmental issues. Um, you know, so he wanted um, a coin that less affected the environment to be something that was used to purchase a Tesla just because I feel like maybe he feels like it's contradictory that um, mining Bitcoin takes up so much energy and harms the environment um, in certain ways with the material used to mine um, that, you know, him selling electric cars for the sake of, you know, a better future in terms of energy or the environment, it might seem hypocritical. But at the same time, let's be honest, if if a guy owns 20 million Bitcoin and he says, oh, yeah, we're not accepting this anymore um, for this and Bitcoin dips, I think that's an opportunity to buy the dip. I mean, Elon didn't say he got rid of his 20 million coins, did he? Even though he told y'all that, you know, he was no longer accepting those for cars because of the environment. Like, why would you still have them? Okay, so what does that tell me? Time to load up the chopper, man. Bang, bang, bang. Get your money up. So that's how I'm feeling. Also, another thing to think about, right? Crypto is running. Stocks are going, you know, well, mostly tech stocks are going to the ground, right? And some of these other stocks like silver, you know, like lumber, we're talking copper, oil, some of these like, you know, like, uh, how do I call it? Um, Some of these minerals and like... um, you know, like other assets out that are like uh, physical assets, if you will, um, that were definitely popular in like a barter trading environment that um, hold a certain in- integral uh, value. Um, you know, they're starting to go up in price. So I would like, you know, you to consider looking at all those um, avenues and options um, because those are valid. Um, you know, you never know what you might stumble upon. Um, Home Depot is at all time high. People are building houses. Um, you know, wood is expensive. Um, I've been looking at silver. Silver is becoming, you know, more pricey, um, you know, with the inflation rates and things like that. Um, I mean, my the, the rent at the apartment I stay at got jacked up 22%, you know, from what it was last year. So that just gives you, that just gives you knowledge. If the average rent is increased, let's say, um, 5% over the course of, you know, a year and in one year it's up 22%. That just gives you an idea about how inflated we really are. When you see the stock market's going all the way down and everybody's putting their money into crypto, you know, this space that a lot of people don't even know a single thing about, um, unless you know the state of things, um, job market isn't looking too good. Some jobs are never coming back. Um, you know, certain companies, what a lot of companies did, right, is they ended up. COVID was a tough time for a lot of companies, right? So a lot of companies, you know, had to adjust to COVID as in, okay, we're, we're already spending all this money, right? What COVID taught us about a lot of these companies is that they were, a lot of these companies were living check to check. Like, let's be honest, like, look at the airline industry. How many times they have to get bailed out and they're still broke? 
You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of these companies were literally living check to check. We're talking high bonuses, great raises, you know, the boards and the CEOs and all the managers, they all well taken care of. And then COVID comes and you don't have no money. So what that led to is a lot of layoffs and a lot of adjustments. Right. And they've cut a lot of costs. And when you cut a lot of costs, sometimes it's hard to bring those back, you know what I'm saying, almost immediately. The analogy I'll use is that at one point in COVID, there was an abundance of oil. They had nowhere to put the oil. So what happened is they started producing less oil because they were producing too much and nobody needed it because everybody was home. Nobody was driving. No use for gas. Nobody was flying. No use for gas. And now all of a sudden people are back and they want to travel. They want to you know, drive X, Y, and Z. And now there's a shortage. But imagine if over the course of the year, they kept on putting so much money into oil, getting so much oil out only for it to have nowhere to go for one and nobody to use it. It's just a waste of resources and a waste of money. So what they did was they cut down on their production. And now they found a situation where the demand exceeds the supply. So there's a shortage. There's a shortage in um, oil and gas, there's a shortage in chlorine for pools, there's a shortage in Chick-fil-A sauce, I mean, the list goes on, you know what I'm saying, with the shortages, but that's because, you know, when you have a situation where you have to cut costs because of COVID, you cut a lot of things, and then when all of a sudden those costs reappear, you don't have the budget for it, you know what I'm saying, a lot of companies don't have the budget to go back to full capacity for workers, you know what I'm saying, some of the spaces have been reduced, some of the you know, the leases were terminated. All types of things have happened, right? All types of things have happened that have changed the complete environment. So right now, it's really scary, scary hours in terms of the economy and the job market and things of that nature. So be very weary when you're investing in these items that you have no clue about. You know what I'm saying? If there's one thing that I'm sure about, there's certain things that are just not going to go away. Certain things that are just going to be at on sale basically until it's time for it to pop again like i mean if in this you know new environment and new financial structure of the world apple tanks oh my goodness i am just gonna load up the chopper because when that apple car comes out man you think you love your macbook you think you love your iphone wait till you fall in love with your whip goodness that's the future we head into. So I'm looking at these big companies, some of these like conglomerate companies or some of these companies that are just super diversified um, in their portfolio of what they can do, what they can accomplish, who they can collaborate with. And I'm just I'm loading up the chopper to keep it honest with you. So that's me. Um, so with that being said, I know that a lot of times on Hustle Class, we, uh, you know, stocks has been the popular topic in the last year. And now we're getting into crypto, but I really want to get into the side hustle bag, right? Because, you know, in this time when the market is getting choppy for long-term investors, I mean, it's buy at lows, you know, at resist, at, at, at some supports and stuff like that, right? You kind of know how to buy. Um, but for people who've been doing a lot of trading, if you don't have, um, you know, high-level trading skills like credit debit spreads or condors and stuff like that that high level stuff it might find difficult for you to trade in a bear or in a you know choppy market so right now think about it this way you can still increase your capital you buy something low you sell it high 
um, with a credit card or with a debit card, that's extra cash in your pocket to do with whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And what, how I like to see it is, I already set my budget in, set in stone. I already set my bills. You know, like okay, so what I'm planning for a month, right? I have my budget. I have my bills. I have what I'm gonna save. I have all of that stuff, right? The amount of things that I can flip, though, that increases that capital. So now I have more money for a vacation or more money to invest or more money to pay off debt or more money to whatever. But it doesn't hurt to flip a high value item. I mean, these days I am flipping, um, you know, luxury bags. I'm flipping shoes. I'm flipping GPUs. If I can get my hands on PS5s, you know, if I can get my hands on, you know, um, other high value shoes, like it's just like. That's the name of the game right now. And then, you know, it's only going to get crazier because I was just, I was talking about something earlier where I was talking about getting, you know, getting a car and just, you know what I'm saying, putting that on Turo. You know what I'm saying? I know my man's Eon is on that type of time because Eon gets money. Rain or shine. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the guy. So, um, you know, we're going to keep building. We're going to keep coming up with very intricate and important strategies on this path of wealth. And, I mean, you're on the journey with me. So, if you're listening and you're tuning in and you're getting the gems, just follow suit. Reach out to me. Do what you got to do. But come on, five years from now, come on. Ten years from now, come on. Stop playing. You already know what type of time we're on. There's a certain level of thinking that I'm applying to this podcast and I'm applying to my life that if you don't tap into, you're doing yourself a disservice because there's going to come a point in time where you're going to ask yourself why you didn't or you're going to start thinking that way, but it might just be too late. So definitely stay tapped in. You know, we all won this year. Um, and, you know, I know this summer people are saying we outside. Be outside, but be cognizant of the fact that, you know, you, you're going you're gonna to probably be spending money in an inflated market at a time when everybody's looking to spend money. So those are things to consider. Them section prices in D.C., them section prices in D.C., they're about to be ridiculous. You know why? Everybody's buying. Low supply. High demand. What we gonna do? Highest bidder. Who want this small section for twelve hundred, thirteen hundred? Oh y'all got it. Who want this section for two grand? Oh y'all got it. And you're gonna see that the sections that you used to pay half the price for are getting priced up. But you still wanna turn up with your gang, you still wanna have a good time. So what you're gonna do? You're gonna pay that fee. You're spending more money on the things that you like in an inflated market where your dollar doesn't even mean as much. Where's your portfolio? How much do you have in that? How much extra income are you taking in? Do you have an emergency fund? What's your side hustle? What's your job? What's your business that you have? What new skills are you learning to be able to work in this new environment that is being created, the new economies that are being created that have less people in it, less people working, less people needing to work, more automation, more technology, more augmentation? Come on. If you if you if you slumber and if you're asleep, you're going to be asleep and the world's going to move without you. So please don't take anything lightly. You know what I'm saying? What did they say about Doge? It's all fun and games till it ain't funny anymore. Doge at 50 cent now. It was under one cent. It was a game until it wasn't. So stay sharp. I love y'all. Peace out.